let's take our Bibles and go to Psalm 105. And uh, if you weren't on at the very beginning of our conversation, pre-beginning of our conversation, this is the text that um, our brother yesterday, uh, the student at Bob Jones, um, Will, had mentioned. And um, as we read through this text, I thought, there is just so much here. Um, and I have been studying Psalm 105, the first four verses ever since. And so this is what we get. So I'm just going to, we're just going to walk through the text and then um, very, make very few comments. And then, and then I'm, my encouragement to you is if yesterday or today, God has impressed something about this text on your heart that would, um, be fuel for gospel advance um uh, or would be that which uh, would really be um motivating to us to pray uh then you're welcome to to pray that back to the lord we just love to hear this be the platform of our prayer um time today as we pray for revival and uh, gospel advance so psalm 105 says this oh give thanks unto the lord call upon his name which is what we're doing. And 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 I'm I'm gonna do some editorial comments here along the way. This is what Stephen said yesterday. Let's seek the Lord. Okay. This is seeking the Lord. Um uh just a second here. My screen just went away. Um I'll give thanks to the Lord. By the way, there's there's the the premise. I mean, we're we're entering this platform of prayer with glad hearts, thankful hearts, hearts of gratitude. Um, not even asking. We're we're coming with full hearts of thanksgiving. Oh, give thanks unto the Lord. Call upon his name. Somebody's gonna do something with that in our prayer because that that's just not a proper noun name. That's the character of God, attributes of God. Call upon his name, make known his deeds among the people. Make known his deeds among the people. Um, I just left a breakfast meeting. In fact, I was, uh, it was just minutes uh, in between. And in that breakfast meeting, I was asked to tell what God is doing through Acorn Global Advance. And I realized I don't have enough hours to tell what God is doing. There's just not enough hours in the day. Um Tell, make known his deeds among the people. In other words, we can we can tell everybody we meet what God is doing. It's what the psalmist is encouraging us to do. Um, we don't even have to be creative. We don't even have to try to frame it into a, a a persuasive speech. All we have to do is say, "This is what God's doing." That's what we call being a witness. Um, tell everyone, make known his deeds among the people. Verse 2. Sing unto him. I, I uh, well, I'll continue. Sing unto him. Sing psalms unto him. I really didn't even see this yesterday. I saw this last night as I was in looking at this before I went to sleep last night. We're to sing to God. We're to sing to God. Um sing songs to him we've done that on zoom it's really hard but we've done it uh sing songs to him and sometimes 
in the Hebrew uh, construct, if something is repeated, it means for emphasis, or it means do it with extra zeal, if you will. It's the repetition is not just to repeat; it's it's to enhance it or in, uh, increase the intensity. So we could actually, this would be a loose translation, but sing unto him and sing loud. Okay, sing sing unto him, sing psalms. In other words, um, beef up the loudness, turn up the intensity. Make this different than a cultural song. Okay, this is sing unto him, sing psalms unto him, talk ye of all his wondrous works. So he goes back to even that theme of the first verse, making known his deeds. Talk ye, uh, be witnesses. Um, talk ye of all his wondrous works. Some of us are gifted with the gift of gab. And uh, turn that Turn that gab gift into gospel gab, if you will. I mean, let's talk about what God is doing. Draw attention to him. Um, Gospel gab, that's probably not a proper way of describing it. Uh, Verse three. Glory ye in his holy name. (laughs) Oh, wow. Glory ye in his holy name. Um, Honor him. Honor him. Um, you know, from time to time, we see people on this call mouth praise God, or they, you know, they're they're muted, so we can't hear what they're saying. But they're either clapping or raising their hands, and and uh, this is what this glory in His holy name. I mean, honor Him with expression, honor Him with external demonstration of uh, what he means to us. Glory ye in his holy name. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek him. That's very, very positive. Let the heart of them rejoice that seek him. Seek the Lord. Um, Even in our prayer time today, maybe we could think back about what God has done. Answers to prayer. What God is doing right now that we've been praying for and he's answering, we can we can let the heart of them rejoice that seek the Lord. And all of this is about seeking the Lord. And of course, verse four, seek the Lord. <laughs> seek the Lord um, and his strength. Seek his face forevermore. Now I'm going to end. Believe it or not, I'm going to end early, but I'm going to end with a couple of thoughts that I started yesterday during the prayer call of what does it mean to seek the Lord? Um, and I just started a list. Um, and I can't remember. There were people that prayed about seeking the Lord, and they mentioned something. I jotted it down. And what's it mean to seek the Lord? But look at this first, this fourth verse. Seek the Lord. In other words, keep your eyes open. You can't seek if you're not looking. So keep your eyes open for God. Um, some of you know that that we're working at Acorn. We're working on a thing called Boat Stories. And uh, Boat Stories will be video documentation of what God does in Gospel Advance. And uh, just as the disciples in the Sea of Galilee, when the winds and the waves were calm, they said, what manner of man is this? And they were in a boat. And my videographer son said, Dad, these need to be on video and these need to be boat stories of what the amazing things that God has done. Um, 
seek the Lord. Keep your eyes open for what God is doing. Watch. It's amazing. He's, he's, he, I will build my church. He's always active. Seek the Lord and his strength. I mean, watch, watch what his strength, the, the things that only God can do. Watch for those things. Tell people about them. Watch for his works. Seek his face forevermore. Um, seek his presence. The face in, in the Old Testament is often parallel to the presence of God. Even, I think we could say this, even be alert for his presence. And I didn't think about this until, well, uh, this came back to mind on Monday of this week. Um, I had the privilege of of uh, the, um, oh, the Hendersons and the Knapps are involved in a camp, um, summer camp, and some of the young people on that, from that summer camp meet every Monday night for a, a prayer meeting. Meeting to storage. And, um, and so on Monday night, I, I gave the devotion. And then one of the young men, I can't remember his name, at the end of the time of prayer, he said, guys, he said, have you sensed the presence of the Holy Spirit? I have sensed the presence of the Holy Spirit in our meeting. I love to hear teenagers talk like that. I love to have such sensitive hearts that they're sensitive to the presence of the Holy Spirit. And that's what the psalmist is saying. Seek his face forevermore. Um, and that forevermore, I mean, we're going to be seeking the Lord's presence even in heaven. So uh, I'll finish by saying this, uh, this matter of seeking the Lord, and you can do with this as you will. I've tried to, I've tried to make, I've got nine things. I'm just going to read them. Um, in seeking the Lord, we have to realize, number one, that the object that we're seeking, the Lord, is supreme. Uh, there's no reason to seek anybody else. God is sovereign. Number two, that he is worthy of our effort. There's a lot of things that we put our effort in, but the, the most worthy is seeking the Lord, the object. It's worthy of our effort. Number three, to a degree, it's a mystery. Okay, it's just uh, we, we don't know the end for the beginning, but seeking the Lord really is a walk by faith. It's a mystery. But we can do it, number four, with expectation. We know that we will never be disappointed as we seek the Lord. We'll be disappointed in the things of the world, but we can seek the Lord with expectation. Even as we seek the Lord, we can seek the Lord in focus, number five, focus. Uh, removing the distractions, just keeping our eyes on the Lord, focus. But also seeking the Lord implies movement. Um, we're not just going to be necessarily standing still seeking. There, it implies that we're moving forward toward the Lord. And we do that in the powers, the power of the Holy Spirit, the power of God's word. We're movement. Seeking the Lord implies movement. We're not the same today as we were yesterday. Praise the Lord. Uh, number seven, our eyes have to be open to seek the Lord. So uh, this, this watch for who God is and what he's doing. Number eight, our hearts have to be sensitive to search, to search, to seek the Lord. Um, I'd like to spend more time there. And then number nine, I just added this morning. I just word, I put one word down, legacy. I want to I want to see my kids and grandkids see dad and grandpa seek the Lord. Um, 
I'm, I'm just wondering, would we have far more people praying today if corporate prayer were more of a legacy in our churches and families seeking the Lord were far more of a of an overt thing that we do, um, a legacy, establishing a legacy of seeking the Lord. So um, really, we must look really foolish to meet on a Saturday for an hour praying for kingdom advance. To, uh, to many church people, this is just foolish. Why do you do that? Just work harder. And to unbelievers, well, why would we ever do this? But we know seeking the Lord is worth it. And we know seeking the Lord is a delight. So, brothers and sisters in Christ, let's seek the Lord in prayer as we pray for gospel advance.